I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome everyone to the 63rd episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan. Do we decide on Senpai or Senpai? senpai. Uh, oh yeah, that's Senpai right. is more proper. Is, is I fa- it? Yeah, I found stuff online saying both, so as soon as someone can write in and definitely say one or the other, then... Can people really tell the difference on radio whether or not Senpai is spelled with an M or an N? I don't know. See, I, I just say Senpai. Well, if you enunciate... Yeah. Senpai is the more... Okay. Well, okay. Because in, Jap- in Japanese, there's no M sound. It's N. So it's uh, it would be se n pi. Okay. There, there you go. Andrew's been taking Japanese classes online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, you know, in, in the first place, I've been thinking, Dylan, Dylan Senpai is, like, like, what, you're two days older than us? <laughs> Why would we call you Senpai? Because I'm two days older than you. I'm like... <laughs> Two days older and a couple minutes older than one of you. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so this episode because they're twins. Uh, did we even? Finish I didn't. The- no, I didn't even get to you guys yet. Oh, you didn't. Okay. So. Okay, and uh, the other guys, of course, as always, you know, my guess maybe are the <laughs> the stupid awesome analyst John and the hard man with harder opinions Andrew. Hello. All right. So this episode of the podcast. Uh, they're okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We're all right. Um, <laughs> It, it, that, I love my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to talk about psychological disturbing, psychologically disturbing moments for us personally in anime. This was yeah. requested by a fan, yeah, uh, by Scott, um, who said, "I want to know what your most psychologically disturbing moments of watching anime are." Uh, and like the second he sent that email to me, one, I was like, "That's an awesome topic." Two, I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the topic, Scott. We're going to have some fun with this today. Indeed. Uh, and uh, so I guess it's uh, time to ring news bell. News. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this. We're we're trying to get back on the roll since uh, Con Month has ended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for whoever listened to that uh, short half hour episode that we released last uh, couple weeks ago, um, <laughs> where we. You know, part one and part two did with Evan from Boston Bass Brigade. Uh, that was a really weird episode. If you see the, uh, get to see the uncut 
version of that, which will come out soon, I yeah, believe. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm working on the video version, because I recorded it, and it, hopefully it will be out by the time this episode we comes just, out, if not, <laughs> there's a link in the description. We just get bombarded by, like, security guards being like, what are you guys doing in here? What are you guys doing in here? Con's over, dude, get out. Yeah, and, yeah. and then the, and then the janitors started rolling in, they wanted to clean our room. Yeah, it's like, whoa, guys, sorry, I didn't know what was going on. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone get, uh, sick this year? Yes, yes. I did. I'm at, at, both Andrew and I did. I was sick during the weekend like we were doing both of our panels and you can still kind of hear it in Jonathan's voice the residual and I'm going to be coughing yeah like well the- me too because <laughs> we both have respiratory infections so <laughs> which is great for radio nerds are disgusting people. <laughs> right it's like a cons are a cesspool we had a great time though it was a lot of fun and uh, and it was I, the best. I would go to a con every weekend of my life if I could, and I would die at the end of one year because I'd be so tired. Yeah, I had to call out of work uh, <laughs> sick. I But I went into work the next day because I didn't want to be that guy who like came off of a five-day vacation and be like, sorry, I'm not coming in. <laughs> I'm so, sick. So I, came into wor- I went into work uh, like floating around in my own head all day long because you know I, I was just like, I have a fever, I, I can't walk straight, like I was dizzy. And then the next day, I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not coming in. And then Friday, I went back into work, and I felt even worse than I did on the day I took off. Yeah. It was great. And then I had to work Saturday. <laughs> so, uh, should, should we ring the news bell again? <laughs> news. Okay. Okay, are we, okay, let's see if we can actually talk Second about Second wave. Yeah, see if we can actually Second talk game. about it this time. Okay, so first up in media news, did you guys see... The teaser trailer for The Boy and the Beast by Mamoru M- Hosoda's next film. Yes. Yeah. Well, I saw. No. No, here's the thing. Uh, I was going, going, no. I was watching it on my phone, <laughs> and my phone hates me, and it can't play media. Mm-hmm. So, like, I watched half of it, and then I was just like, this is so frustrating. Yeah. And I just, I wanted to. It is. You want to see, you want to see Mamoru Hosoda in every aspect. And when your, your own technology denies you of that, it's probably one of the most frustrating moments in your entire life. It was infuriating. I wanted to watch Mamoru Hosoda so bad. It's so, it looks so good. I mean, like, how can you not, not say it doesn't look, it looks like one of his flicks, flicks, films, films, flims, the flim is okidoki. Flim is okidoki. That's the Swedish chef. Yeah. For those of you who don't know. Muppets. Yeah. Uh, but the, the movie looks awesome. I can't wait. I was actually on like such a high that day because both uh, the Boy and the Beast trailer came out, and then right after that, Kickstarter members of Little Witch Academia two the trailer for that also came out. And oh my gosh, the animation! Seriously, like like the animation that Studio Trigger pumps out for their shorts are just so good. And I, I can't wait to see Little Witch Academia two. For anybody who didn't see the first one. Uh, it, it's it's like Harry Potter. If Harry Potter was a Disney animated film, and it's so adorable, so cute, so well animated, it, it's it's totally worth the watch if you can find it. Yeah, trigger haters, I don't get you. <laughs> yeah, right. Calling you out, trigger haters. Did you guys hear of this um, Hayao Miyazaki documentary? Have you seen that? Yeah, uh, I saw the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. Yeah, it looks great. I want to see it. I want to see uh, Hayao Miyazaki be an angry old man. Like everybody <laughs> thinks he's just like, oh, Colonel Sanders looking mother ever. Like, what? like he must be so happy and he makes cartoons and he's not. <laughs> yeah, he just seems like so upset by everything. Yeah, which is kind of like the same way that Walt Disney was, if you think about it. I guess so. 
But like he's he's such a tortured artist. It seems that's yeah. what the, like that's what the uh, if do you agree, Dylan? That like that's what the trailer kind of output was just like look at this poor tortured man making <laughs> he, his wonderful movies. I didn't really get that as much as just he's like sort of you know an older cynical type guy because in the trailer he makes some sort of comment about the youth I forget what the comment was but I, I think that's sort of telling about his stance on the world well yeah. he's most certainly outspoken about anime fans and otaku how, yeah. how much he hates them <laughs> how much he hates them yeah he, well more specifically to the people who make anime because he says that it's so cheap and just filled with so much garbage you know with the moe stuff and everything like that <laughs> yeah how Miyazaki hates moe yeah well speaking of trailers let's continue this trend of trailers did you guys see the teaser trailer for Borito the Naruto movie Yes. No. You okay. didn't, Dylan? No. Seriously? Oh my no. gosh. Naruto. I would have expected you it's to been see a that. big week for trailers in yeah. in other regards, so uh, okay, so this, this is true. The movie but... is Naruto Eats Burritos. No, just <laughs> <Naruto>. kidding. <laughs> Boruto is his son. And they're making I don't know if it's gonna be one last film or if they're gonna start up something new. I hope they actually start up something new. <laughs> but it's the next generation of Naruto. Boruto Uzumaki. Yeah, it's all of the the next generation kids. Yes. Boruto is the production of Naruto and Sakura. No, 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 no. Hinata. Hinata. Jeez. Sorry, that... I'm getting I'm getting my OTPs mixed up. <laughs> um, well, it's like I... a, that would be like a uh, soap opera if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um. You're right. So the teaser uh, the teaser trailer actually teased at the characters that are going to be in it, and you know Naruto is the Hokage, which is awesome, uh, and then it shows Boruto. And then it shows Sasuke, and then it shows Sasuke's daughter, which is pretty cool. Which is yeah, because Boruto likes Sasuke's daughter. Yeah, yeah, which is hilariously awesome. Yeah, because it's like they well, were rivals. Yeah, and... well, no, but not only that, but like uh, there was also like that little bit of tension between the whole relationship between Naruto and Sakura. But it's Sakura and and Sasuke's child. So now it's like Sasuke, Naruto, uh, Sakura, and. Uh, Hinata. It's like like they're all in Boruto, and I forget the girl's name. Yeah. Um, but like it's like now it's like now they're in love, and so everybody is getting like their fan fiction like <laughs> wonders like happening because like the all those characters are being mashed together by these two children characters that are falling in love. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's gonna be crazy. But the trailer <laughs> didn't show a lot. However, there was this one clip of Boruto. He had one speaking line yep. in it. And well, the animation... He said, did he say believe it? <laughs> no, he didn't. What, what did he say? I, I don't think I have the um, article still open. I don't feel like I'm going to lose. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm going to lose. Which is pretty cool. What a, what a hero. You know, he, he's, he's not over cocky like Naruto was, but he's like, I don't feel like I'm going to lose. Anyways, the scene was really well animated. Yes, it's like, really well like animated. Like the lips the lip sync was perfect and and you rarely ever see that. There was there was, you know, good over um, like some good overlap and Oh, there we go. Uh Sarada Uchiha. Yeah. Her name is Sarada. Oh, is she like the nerdy glasses girl? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's she's adorable. <laughs> That's so moe. Like well, I feel like all the new children characters are going to be adorable. Like that's like their aim. Well, it's because they've been looking forward to that. Like like fans have been looking forward to that. You know, Sasuke's got his like. There have been so many fan fictions in scene like, over, wait, like, waiting for this moment their entire lives. 
you know, and, and now it has come to reality, and they're all probably hating on it because they're like, that is not how their children would look. No, I'm so, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so in love with the, this idea. Like, I am so I am too. in love no, with I, this I love idea. it too. But. What, it'd be crazy if they did do it, like, Baruto became the next thing in, like, the uh, Shonen Jump anime, so they just kept yeah. going with that. See, I'm actually, I would, I would jump on the series. Would shonen that. Jump on the series. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> well, because, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm totally out of, like, I'm way too far behind to even, like, think about doing Naruto. I was thinking about, you know, maybe reading the manga for Shippuden, like, the way you did Dylan, and just, like, reading all of that. But if Boruto, if a Boruto series just starts, I'm just gonna watch Boruto. Like, you know, like, just jump on there. Whatever. I know every, I know enough about it yeah. to watch it from There's there. ninjas. Yeah, oh. So many cool, <laughs> oh, so many cool ninjas. Oh. So many cool ninjas. I love ninjas. Uh, Next up, I actually have something that I've added to my bucket list about going to Japan. Okay, so Fukushima has opened up a Gynex museum. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> right, in, right in the middle of the radiation. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to ask, isn't that where the reactor exploded or something? It, it, what? It, it's melting down. Melt, yeah. yeah. Um, so they, it's getting there. It's getting there. It's leaking. It's leaking gross fluid. That is what we know. Is leaking gross fluid. Yeah, but no, I heard that the reason why the studio opened or the the museum opened for the studio was because it was clean now. Nope. It's, no. It, that's that's a cover story. Absolutely. A cover story. <laughs> John just goes to Japan. He comes back with a third hand. Yeah, I'm well, glowing. Um, see, now yeah. the thing is, it it is really split because there's like that whole controversy between. Uh, people like conspiracy theorists being like, "Oh, the ocean! It's it's disgusting and contaminated." And then there's the people who are like, "No, it's clean. Don't worry, it's clean." But but there's like still fluid leaking out, um, <laughs> you know. And there's stories popping up being like, "It's worse than we thought, guys." But um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've but so so there's really no like exact determination. Like I really do not ha- want anything to do with those conspiracy theorists who are just like, "It's awful. It's the end of the world. Fukushima." Murr. Um, I don't want anything to do with them, but I don't really believe the whole "it's okay, it's clean." Yeah. We'll we'll go to Japan. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll go to Fukushima in radiation suits, and we'll you know go through there. And it's like, oh no, it's cosplay, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I want to go to the guy next museum because I, I I bet you they have really awesome animation cells on display because that's how they used to do things at Gynex and all this cool stuff. Like, the history of the studio. Because it, it's really interesting. Gynex is a studio of fanboys. Like, that's how Gynex started. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to see a museum of professional fanboys. You know, because I'm pretty sure that they gush about their own stuff. Because they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing what we've made. I'm so proud of it. Technically, you know? I'm a professional fanboy. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> everybody is a fanboy of what they love to do, right? I just found an article that says Fukushima Rice passes radiation tests for first time since 2011. There you go. Good news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, there we go. And add a surprise news story. That's actually a really interesting thing, though, because have have they just been completely not harvesting rice in Fukushima? Like, there's just been these rice fields that they've been leaving alone? Or have there been people working there? I would suspect that they would have to do a li- at least a little bit to do these tests so they could, I guess, grow the rice and then test to see if it's, you know, contaminated with radiation. Yeah. Could you imagine what a rice recall would look like in Japan? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Only the rice... With the little something or another logo on it needs to be recalled. You gotta the, sift the through green, all your rice. The green, the green glowing rice. Yeah. Don't don't 
don't eat the yellow rice. They stamp all the rice. Don't eat the <laughs> they stamp rice. all the rice. With, with, yeah. with the logos. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we are uh, so brilliant. <clears throat> we are hilarious. Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new sign-off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so next up in media news, uh, there, there was an announcement of a new Devilman series. Yes. And that's all we really need to say about that. Yeah. We're excited. We'll be watching. I hope it's as gory as the OVAs. I hope it's not like the the anime itself. Yeah, the anime is bad. It's garbage. Bad news bears. Um, now, uh, but I do hope Gonagai Studio is still behind it. I don't know if Gonagai is still doing anime and manga. Like, I think, I don't know if he's past his prime, like, you know, like a, a Miyazaki kind of a deal. But if Gonagai still has his, like, his hands in it somehow, that would be so cool. Yeah, well, he'll probably be a consultant. You know how mm. they usually do that? They consult when they're... Yeah, well, he better, because it's his series. Yeah, And right? Devil Man is awesome. There's gonna be, there better be some sweet sideburns. Yes, there's gonna be sideburns. sideburns everywhere. That joke it never gets old. I love. I have. I have going to guy sideburns. <laughs> proud I love of my going to guy. Proud sideburns. of those sideburns. So Chappie is finally being released in in Japan. In Japan, yeah. Uh, now the crazy thing behind this is uh, not even uh, Blomkamp knew about this, but apparently. The Japanese rating whatevers are cutting down and redubbing Chappie so that it's PG twelve. Wow, which is uh, which is like our PG rating here in yeah. the United States because they want everybody to see it. But now everybody's just like, I'm not even going to go see that movie anymore because you're cutting everything out. That's really I mean, weird. Well, th- that's really weird too because there's not a lot in Chappie to begin with that made it rated R. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, okay, so so who cares if they don't curse? Yeah, see, like you can redub it so that they don't curse, but like there's a like one scene in the beginning where a guy gets blown up and then one scene at the end where a guy gets torn in half. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you seen Chappie? No. Oh, you haven't seen Chappie? No. I thought you liked uh Blumkamp. Blumkamp, yeah. I did, but I got less excited about Chappie because it, it was getting pretty bad re- reviews from critics and a lot of people thought it was his worst movie it, see okay uh so it wasn't great um <laughs> it was it was good though and it was really weird because um it's it's there were so many good ideas in the movie yeah but he didn't follow through on the best ones yeah yeah that, that's exactly. sort of what i heard when i started to hear more about what the story was about that also turned me off yeah yeah it's it's really kind of weird see i think japan would really like chappie that's my thing, is that I, I think that it's it's more geared towards them. It does seem that way, because it, it kind of goes in the way, the direction that their movies go in. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, Good I don't way. understand why they would need to cut it down. Because, like, a lot of their... It's not like... It's not like Australia or one of I don't know if Australia is like this, but one of the countries that really really hates violence. Yeah, I, I and like Japan's not like that, so I don't know why they would need to cut it down. Yeah, well, exactly. oh, well, or, actually, they're against human violence. If you notice, there's not a lot of movies that come out of Japan that are human versus human violence. They're usually mutants or they're usually aliens. That's that's a thing, and a lot of this is robots. Taking down humans, yeah, or I humans suppose. taking down, or taking down other humans. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the difference between uh, other stuff in Japan. But I mean, when you get other cultural stuff, when we got like when we got Stephen Chow movies and they cut them out because they were like Stephen Chow's too weird for America. 
you know, and then everybody, and then everybody went out and seek the the Chinese yeah. version because they were like, no, I want to see the original. This is, I want to see the musical. That's exactly what they said. Was like once the DVDs get released, there's going to be a lot of imports. Yeah, like, right? happening to Japan. Yeah, uh, China. No, oh, oh no, Japan. Japan. In the in the Chappie article, I was talking about Stephen Chow, and yeah. I, I messed that up. All right, let's move on to the, to the next thing. <laughs> okay, so finally for media news, what I have is there's an onsen in Nagano that is going to allow foreigners with tattoos. Uh, as long as they patch them up. Do you not know about this? No, I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so in Japan, it's a thing that if you have tattoos, you are not allowed to go into onsens or Japanese Japanese public baths. Really? Yes. Wait, only if you're foreign or if you're, if you're Japanese no. too? Uh, anybody with tattoos. I wonder if that's like a Yakuza thing. It that's, is. Yeah. It's tied to the Yakuza. Yeah. That's, uh, that's exactly what it is. That would be my um, idea. So, uh, so it's, it follows an old tradition where if you have tattoos, it, it's related to Yakuza activity and everything like that. But I don't know many foreigners personally that are part of the Yakuza. So oh, you never uh, know. Yeah. So this is a that's the um, whole issue behind it is if you have tattoos, you're not allowed at all, even if you're a foreigner. They're now in Nagano, uh, because of the upcoming 2020 Olympics. There's going to be foreigners everywhere. Yeah. And uh, foreigners everywhere have tattoos. How do you cover up a tattoo and then get in water? It's a, uh, like a new kind of waterproof sticker kind of a thing. Like it's a patch. Like uh. you put a, like a water, like a bandaid almost. Yeah. And you just patch it over the, your skin and then you can go into the bath. Now, if you have like a sleeve or if you have You a get a lot of band-aids. <laughs> I really yeah. hurt my arm. They say, sorry, you're out of luck. You're kidding like, me. Like, it can only be a small tattoo that you can cover up with, wow. the, with this, like, sticker band-aid. That is so weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know about that. Yeah, it's a very, like, common thing in Japan that, I, that I if guess you have a tattoo, forget about it. I guess that's easy to assume, but, yeah, I never knew about that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So, um, so yeah, Nagano. Nagano is allowing, uh, or there's this one place that if you if you have a tattoo, you can patch it up. Um, go to the onsen, and it's all for the 2020 Olympics. Well, if you um, do have tattoos, you get to go to the fun bathhouses with the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And sit in those steam rooms, you know, yeah. like, can I chill with you guys? Can I chill with you guys? <laughs> Just imagine, like, you're in there with a bunch of Yakuza gangsters, like, oh, it's like a sauna in here. <laughs> so let's move on to some gaming news. I only have, I only brought one story, which I think that you have, too. I do, and I feel like it's more appropriate if I talk about it. Fine. <laughs> Because it does involve Monster Hunter. Surprise! So, uh, if you guys didn't see, uh, hear the news, uh, it's been a couple weeks now, um, but there's a trailer that got released in Japan for Monster Hunter Stories, which is like a cutesy Monster Hunter version Boo. Um, <laughs> of like an RPG-esque thing where, uh, I think Fantasy Life, or at least the way that they presented it, was a lot like Fantasy Life, which is a game that came out for the 3DS. Um, and it's an RPG-style game where, you know, you still do monster hunting, but it's more in a cutesy uh, vibe aesthetic, which looks really, really cool, so I'm still hoping you get to create your own character, um, do all the monster hunting things, but you can also catch monsters and use them as pets. So you can, like, ride Rathians and have, like, a Rathian pet, and I'm really hoping that you can either get, like, an Azuros or an Arzuros or a uh, Narakuga. That'd be awesome if I had, like, my own little Narakuga pet. Yeah. It, it looks really cool. Shout out to all you fan who play Monster Hunter with us. Yeah, that's gonna come, <laughs> that's gonna come up again, um, in re- real soon. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mention it at the end of the thing. Cool. Um, so mon- that's Monster Hunter stories. It's an RPG, right? It's so, a, supposedly that's what they're that's what the yeah. So as. so maybe you have to catch monsters to, to fight other monsters, like Monster Hunter Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be sweet. 
Um, I'm on board. So, uh, next up, uh, there was a trailer released. Actually, it was released before we left for Anime Boston, but uh, the trailer is now released for the new Fire Emblem game. Oh, yeah. And it presents that you can choose your own path. Essentially, you are born of one society and raised by another society, and these two societies are at war with each other, which essentially means, holy crap, this is going to be an awesome game with major replayability. Because and... you, you're going to have to choose, as, you're, as the player, you're going to have to choose what side you want to fight for, and I'm pretty sure that you're going to make friends on both sides. Yeah, my life is ruined when yeah. this game comes out. That is going to be heart-wrenching. Yeah, it's, if, it's if, it, if it works out the same way that all the other Fire Emblem games do, you're going to have to kill one of your waifus in battle. Yes. Can you imagine? Like, wife- I can't. I mean, Fire Emblem is like ultimate waifu simulator. Yeah. And can you imagine? Like, I am not ready. You, make, you should you make, make a game a called that. Yeah. Ultimate, ultimate waifu yeah. simulator. I should. And it, but but it'll have to be like really fun, like mechanically solid, like yeah. like Fire Emblem. Like if you did that, oh, it'd be so good. It'd be such a good game. So that was that's great. Uh, there is a rumor spreading. I haven't seen anything about it uh, to confirm this, but there's a rumor spreading that it's going to be released on on two different versions of the game like two different uh cartridges which <laughs> so would be, really, like red and blue yeah like pokemon be, red and blue which would be super lame if that if that's a real thing that's really lame because the whole idea is you're supposed to choose yeah. like throughout the gameplay not choose throughout your cartridge that would be stupid um that's just a rumor though yeah so uh, it's not confirmed um yeah i i don't think they'll do that they're, yeah, they're way any, smarter than that but if anybody has any information on that please tell us pass it along um uh, what else you got? A couple more stories. There's a new uh, collab game. You know how fighting games, there's a trend now where you mix, mash up a whole bunch of animes together with a bunch of different anime uh, girls? Yeah, Waifu Simulator. Yeah, wait, another Waifu <laughs> fighting game. Um, uh, so the one that's most famous is Fighting Climax that had Kirino from Oriimo and Asuna from Sword Art Online. Well, this one's called Nitro Plus Blasters. Um, and it has characters, playable characters... From not too many games that are familiar, but you have Fate Stay Night, um, uh, Carnival, the Cyber Slayer, um, and one that I'm familiar, kind of familiar with, which is um, uh, Full Metal Demon uh, Marumasa. Um, I'm familiar with the character from that because she's a hot, dark-skinned chick. So uh, <laughs> that's so my fetish. Yeah, so that's that's why I know about it. Um, but there are part again, same thing as Fighting Climax. You can choose a partner character that will choose your assists. Yeah. And one of them is Amy from Gargantua of the Virtuous Planet. Oh, and that's what caught my eye uh, next to Demon uh, Masamura. So I already, uh, Muramasa. So I already have my team if this comes out in the West, <laughs> which is uh, I'd play as the Full Metal Demon. And, uh, and then my assist character would be Amy from Gargantia. It's probably like the worst team up ever, but I don't care. I'd yeah. play it. <laughs> Wait, there's um, there's a Akane from uh, Psychopaths. Yep, Psychopaths uh, is uh, is one of the games featured in there. Uh, all the characters are female as well. It's an all female fighting game. I'm so, like, I'm shocked. So I'm like Arcana Heart and stuff like that. I am completely shocked. <laughs> so that's cool. Keep you, keep your eyes peeled for that, guys. Yeah, it'll probably come out on the PlayStation Network like the other one did. Yep. Um, next up, we have a release date for J Stars Victory Plus, which is the uh, uh, North American and European release. Uh, which is June. Okay. Uh, June, we have our fighting simulator of Kenshiro and Jojo. Cool. <laughs> that is, yes, it's going to be so awesome. Uh, wow, over 50 characters in 30 series. So that's going to be fun. Uh, finally, finally, finally for gaming news, uh, we have a release date, which I believe is May, 
for the Attack on Titan game for the 3DS. Oh, yeah. So, uh, this is going to be a Nintendo 3DS exclusive. Uh, e- I'm sorry, eShop exclusive. You e- can only download it off the eShop. Oh, so it's, gonna, it's probably going to take up all the memory. Yeah, but and it has online multiplayer capabilities. Cool. So you can play four-player co-op. So Monster Hunter Weekend, maybe we'll go... Uh, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan hunting, maybe. That might be kind of cool. Uh... You can uh, play with uh, Titans. You can play as, uh, you know, Aaron Yeager and female Titan and duke it out that way. Uh, And another thing that I found out... That's going to be like Fight Night. Yeah, right. Could you imagine, like, boxing game Fight Night, except except you smash buildings like like a kaiju big battle sort of thing? Um, And finally, one of the things that really got me excited, which I did not know about, is you get to create your own character. So... You you getting to create your own character? You're not creating a fodder character. You're creating a character that's going to survive and going to be as cool as Mikasa or Eren or something like that. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but anyway, that was the coolest thing ever. It's like, oh, you get to create your own uh, Titan Slayer. This is so cool. Because if you recall in Attack on Titan, every character had a name and a backstory, and then they still end up dying anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sons of Anarchy, the game. Or Star or Wars. The, or the anime. So that's it. Move on to some strange news, which yeah. I have a transition story. You have a transi- transition right into strange news? Yes, I do. I think I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. So uh, we were just talking about Attack on Titan. So who's familiar with the Asylum? Raise your hand. Oh, yeah. Like like they did uh, Atlantic Rim and yes. Paranormal Entity. And Transmorphers. Oh, Transmorphers. Dylan, you know what we're talking about, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. One of the greatest film houses of all time. So, uh... Who remembers Mega Shark versus Giant Squid? Yeah. Yes. On on the, only everyone. Yeah. yeah. On the Sci-Fi Network. That's right. So uh, there's a new Mega Shark movie, and it's uh, Mega Shark versus the Colossus. And guess what the Colossus looks like? Titan. Is he a giant? Is he a giant muscle man? He looks like he looks like the uh, the colossal Titan. <laughs> that is so stupid. Yeah, it's wonderful. He looks exactly like the colossal Titan. So like now there's a Mega Shark versus Attack on Titan. It's just. It's beautiful. Is there, like, a trailer or something for it? Um, what is that? I'm trying to Google a photo. <laughs> oh, my... Uh, uh, Rocket News. If you go to Rocket News, they have they have an entire... Ver- oh, it, it, that one says Mega Shark versus Great Titan. That's the um, that's the Japanese title for it. <laughs> he looks he looks like an action figure with a laser beam. <laughs> like, look that's at, a robot. I keep finding yeah, but... Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. <laughs> uh, Colossus with a K. Yeah. Oh, with a K. Yeah, I want to see this. Oh, yeah. it, oh, he's a robot. Yeah, he is, he is a robot, but he's muscly. So, uh, thank wow. you, Asylum, for making just terrible movies. Wow, <laughs> like just making the. We will continue movies. to watch them. Um, and finally, uh, at least finally for me, I have some strange news yeah. stories. All right, so I, have I this guess really we all do. One, where, uh, uh, where <laughs> there's a Japanese uh, restaurant, the one famous for making the thirty burger. Uh, oh, like the, the 30 th- patty one? Yeah. Well, the 10 meter burger. Well, get ready for this. <laughs> get ready for this. A no burger burger. What? Yes. It's like, ca- it's called. It's called bread. <laughs> it's called a no shrimp burger. So it is a bun with lettuce and tartare. And that's it. Oh, that is God. disgusting. And um, That's like and- a college kid's sandwich. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, yeah. So, this is an actual burger. They're calling it a burger, but it doesn't have any meat in it. Oh, my God. And it it seems like it's all condiments, too. Yeah. What are we... Ameri- what, like, did an American come up with this design? It's like, so- I have a great... Like, some CEO somewhere. I have a great idea, guys. Now, it's only 210 yen, which is about $2. 
uh, American, which is still kind of expensive for a sandwich. <laughs> buy those. a piece of bread with lettuce in it. Yeah, with you could buy like eight buns for that. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be on sale. The what it's promoting is the fact that they're getting a sandwich that has a shrimp burger in it. So the shrimp burger is not available, but it's like this weird promotional scheme. It's like you're of, pre-ordering the shrimp burger. You yeah. get the bun and the lettuce first, <laughs> and then yeah. It's super weird, and here's the weirder thing. It's working. You're kidding me. People are buying this stupid sandwich with no shrimp in it, the no shrimp burger. <laughs> the burger will, the shrimp burger will be DLC. Yeah, and that's it. Like, it, people are buying it. Did Capcom design this burger? No, it was Kevin Costner, and they were like, if you build the bun, they will come. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just really like lettuce and tartare. <laughs> yeah. So the sandwich chain is called... Um, L- uh, Lotterias. Yeah, Lotterias. They're the ones who came up with the, the Titan Burger. Like yeah, the- exactly. Yeah. So they, they come up with a with just weird burgers. <laughs> they ran out of meat. They, they after, <laughs> yeah, they used it all their, After selling their crazy burgers, they just ran out of meat and they're like, hey, I don't guys. think anybody's uh, ordered a 30, 30 stack shrimp burger, though. I would. Oh, I would too. Like, shrimp burger sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah but- I don't know about that. <laughs> surf and surf. It sounds better than just a bun with lettuce and tartare. <laughs> That's true. No, it absolutely does. <laughs> oh man. Um, so that's that's what I have for strange news. All right, Dylan. Which one of us wants to go first? Who? Which one can bet we have the stranger news? Well, you already sort of know a little bit about mine. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So you have I have, the upper hand. I have something from China, and I have something about harems. I want to hear what your China news is. Okay. We can trade so, China news, and then you can do the other one. So the city Airshan, Airshan, China, has experienced an end-of-the-world phenomenon. They have gotten <laughs> blood-red skies and mud rain. Okay. The, 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 pictures on, the pictures online look like they're Photoshopped. Look like somebody put a red filter over <laughs> this city. And it, it looks so scary. Like, like, serious end-of-the-world stuff right here. The skies are completely pure red, and it rained mud. And, and they, they people were saying that. It was like, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Like, the world's gonna end. But what the phenomenon actually was, was there was a dust storm. <laughs> it was this weird dust storm that happened that filled the sky, and it was so thick that it actually turned the sky red. And... Uh, and then it, it, when, you know, the accumulation happened and it started raining, it, the rain hit the dust and it rained mud from the sky, which is just like, like, like people were, were losing their minds over this. And, and I would too. I would too, yeah, of course. It's so completely understandable. But I mean, it, it's just a weird, a weird phenomenon that happened. But, but people thought they were going to die. <laughs> people thought they were going to see Cthulhu. People thought that Cthulhu was going to rise up in, in Arshan, China. And and just completely end the world. And China explodes. <laughs> and then it exploded. <laughs> oh, wait, but that wasn't Cthulhu. Yeah. That was just China. So that was my first piece. Dylan, do you want to go next? Yeah. So okay. apparently this was popular before, but I've never heard of this. But um, people are hiring strippers for funerals. What? In China. <laughs> You're kidding me. Tell me more. It's actually... Once you hear the logic behind it, it it makes a little bit more sense, but uh, it says that the local people believe that more people gathered at a funeral, the more luck it will bring your family and uh, offspring. (laughs) So basically people are trying to spiff up their funerals so they can have more people come, so in turn they'll have more luck and stuff like that. 
That's amazing. But what? So it, it doesn't matter what the type of person is. Like it's just like yeah, I got a whole bunch of perverts at my at my my check grandfather's out, funeral. Check out these strippers. Bye, grandma. Yeah, I guess. That, yeah, no. I I just imagine like they finish the eulogy. And it's like and uh, he will always be remembered. And now welcome to the stage, Candy. Yeah. And then she, and then she pops out of the coffin and. She's, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I mean, apparently this is far more common in Taiwan because as I was looking <laughs> for this particular article, I kept seeing articles about this in Taiwan. So I guess it's far more common there. That's so bizarre. <laughs> that is like I can't even imagine. Like that's just and that's like normal to just be like, yeah, strippers, more people. Yeah, good be, luck. Start start bringing your singles to funerals. <laughs> Lastly, in strange news, I have a story. That a real uh, that a harem has come to life. There is an all-girls school uh, somewhere in Japan. It's called uh, uh, Suru okay, Sururoka Kita High School. It is an all-female school that has just become co-ed, and there is only one male applicant <laughs> thus far. Wow, that that is wow. like seriously, Manga Gamer just released Princess Evangeline, and that's the story. And that's the story of it. Yes, and it is happening in real life right now. However, all the girls are welcoming him. It, he was the first, like his first, you know, entrance into the school was at the opening ceremonies. They introduced him. Like this is the first male to ever come to the school, and he got a standing ovation from all the females. <laughs> It's the easiest harem ever lived. Wow. Dead serious, that bastard. Yeah, like, right? I want to hurt him. Yeah. So bad. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, there there was a story that I saw online that there was a uh, all-male school that they were so lonely and desperate that they took their curtains, tied them together to make it in the shape of a bra. Yeah, and, <laughs> I saw that. And could you imagine what it's like at an all-female school? I mean, like, you can imagine that there's some, there's some like, you know, need for, for love. I mean, when... The when, the when the ratio is down, you kind of you kind of miss you know the companionship of somebody else. Yeah, he's gonna be so, busy. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a. a I mean, the, it has come to life. We we have finally seen like where Jap- Japan gets all their influence from. They're like, what are you talking about? Our stories aren't crazy. They actually happen. They're all based on truth, <laughs> and it is proven to us in this new story. Oh, and that, he is that is that's amazing. Like I would totally apply to an all-female school if it, was, if, if it meant that. Yeah. yeah. Especially well, a Japanese all-female school. Those yeah. girls like you. But yeah. just wait until just one other guy shows up and they're like yeah. rivals. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. I think that's exactly what would happen. Oh no, he's slightly more attractive Yeah, a few me. episodes in, right, as he's like <laughs> honing in on the girl he really likes, this new dude shows up. Yeah, but we got. I, I guess you know this, this in America, a reality show would come out of this. Yeah, and then they would, and it would be the worst cameras. thing on the planet. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yes, that's as strange as it gets. That is as strange as it gets. All right, um, but so we're gonna move on to the next segment of the show. That's that's it for news, and it's time to to uh, what? No, go ahead. What's happening? It's time for our fetish of the week. Put it in afterwards. It is in post, but, it, but it, you know, the feeling comes through when we play it live on the show. Plus, it's a good marker. I to... just love that every time I can hear Andrew hitting the, the volume button. 
It was like, oh, my computer's down. I'm never prepared. Yeah. I'm never prepared. <laughs> um, so, okay. The show that we were talking about, we're going to talk about this in what we're watching. Um, the new show that came out this season. We might actually not have to talk about it in what we're watching because yeah. we're going to be talking about it right now. You're so probably much. right. Uh, new show that came out in this new season of anime called Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon or something? Yeah, sure, yeah that's correct. Um, the short uh, Japanese one, uh, you, you know how they shorten all their long titles, yeah. is Danmachi. Danmachi, so yeah. That's, that's easy enough. Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a, in a Dungeon? And from that title alone, I expected it to be a really awesome comedy. But when I watched the show, it really wasn't. It's kind of serious. At times. What the show is about... It is a comedy, but it's a, it is... Yeah, it is, but it, but it kind of has its serious moments. What the show is about is the gods of... Like, like they, ha- they pulled all the gods from Norse and Roman and Greek mythology, and they took each one, and, they, and the gods choose specific people of Earth to become their heroes. Actually, I think that they're contra- Like, the, the people choose who they're going to contract to. Okay, so, but, okay, so if you want to become... It's, yeah, it's yeah. called Familia, is what... Uh, uh, familia. Fam- yeah, Familia. And if, and if you, uh, yeah, and if you want to contract, you become, like, a dungeon crawler, and you get, gain experience and yeah, stuff you actually, like that. Like, you gain, gain experience levels. and levels, and your god, or goddess... You know, kind of, kind of like upgrades you. Yeah, like upgrades your skills, and you actually gain new skills. That it's weird. It's like an, it's literally an RPG, but in real life. Yeah. So the main character named Bell, who is a total complete wimp, and he's a really uninteresting main character. Yeah. See, I hate it again. I talked. We talked about this in an episode a long time ago, uh, especially when Akame Got Kill was coming out. Is I hate like the main character shonen characters that are like wimpy and like little kids it just doesn't make any sense to me like i want a manlier main character but why is this a fetish of the week now his goddess yes hestia has been making major waves across the internet like unbelievable explosion overnight this anime girl is bigger than hatsune miku right now yes like unbelievable and 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 she is our fetish of the week Uh, it's more specifically her costume she okay, so she's this little petite, like five foot girl with double D breasts, and <laughs> surprise, yeah, she's got twin tails. She's adorable. She's cute. She's nice. She likes the main character Belle, and her costume is not really the most wholesome. Uh, of it's it's almost just like a, a like a cloth. Yeah, it's like a tattered cloth that she's wearing, almost like an apron. It's it's almost almost kind of feeds on the the wearing nothing but an apron fetish. Yeah, uh, but she's got this also really weird accessory with it too that's a blue ribbon that's tied to both of her arms and it goes underneath her cleavage to kind of prop it up and that's that's kind of where the fetish comes in it is this ribbon yeah so everybody's going nuts over this boob ribbon yeah uh and they're actually akihabara in japan is doing a free giveaway uh uh, that uh for fostering international relationships uh by giving away free boob ribbons no way to yes. prop to prop up your, your cleavage. That's that's right. I, I need to get one of these for myself so that I can yes. you know I, I can I can look more pre- presentable and um and uh, so the name that they're giving it is Reino Himo or the string is what they call that's like that's what oh yeah uh, that's what it's um it's like a wonder bra thing going on there yeah <laughs> and um made me wonder you yeah you guys have to check out uh, Hestia she's just all over the internet you. If you guys haven't seen her anywhere, it, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> the other the other thing that they're doing is they're taking other characters and they're putting her in the costume. So they're taking other characters. Like I've even seen it, seen Ruby fan art 
of them putting in this costume. And and the funny thing that they've been doing with it is they've been making these little short comics of like flat chested A cup characters wearing the ribbon, and they and they have one panel of of the character putting on the ribbon, and then the second panel is the ribbon falling to the floor because they have nothing to prop it up with. Yeah, and 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 that's that's been a meme. You yeah. Know? So they've been taking characters from I've seen Shirabako. I've seen Ruby, which is American, uh, and I've seen, well, I've, I've seen actual cosplayers on the internet dressed as this character now, and, like, my goodness, they're adorable. I, I just want to mention that the boob ribbon is only half of this fetish of the week, because the character herself is just, It's like, making waves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Like, there's fan art of her you cannot, everywhere. You cannot believe the hentai that is coming up on Tumblr. Oh my goodness! It's 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 filthy. It's horrible. Welcome to Tumblr. What's wrong with Tumblr? Yeah, it's <laughs> the, gar- the garbage pail of the internet. Yeah, it's the garbage dump of the Wick- internet. Wickedanime.tumblr.com. Yes, that's right. Everybody needs to check out Don, yeah, Don Machi, uh, the anime Don Machi, just to know what they're, we're talking about. Yeah, you can uh, find it on Crunchyroll. It's actually free on Crunchyroll right now. It is free right on Crunchyroll. Uh, even if you don't like Don Machi, I do. I've been watching it. Yeah. I've been liking it, so I, I keep watching it. Uh, watching it this season. Um, but... See, I'm not a fan of Hestia, really. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I get that she's cute, but, like, I... I, uh, But she's not resonating with me in the same way that the internet is seeing. I don't know. All it... For me, all it needs to be is cute, and I'm I'm roped in. Yeah, well, I see that she's cute, but... You're ribbon (laughs) dead. Yeah, there you go. Wah, wah. Uh, is there anything else that you had, like, a figure or something like that? Yes, that's right. Uh, kind of going along the lines of this character's popularity, uh, and the explosive, like, holy crap. The upcoming lottery in Japan includes a Hestia figure. This show has been out for, like, three weeks in Japan. Like, even in Japan. It started, like, three weeks ago. And, and this, this character, it, it blows my mind. Uh, okay, so, yeah, everybody, boob ribbons. And that was our fetish of the week. Okay, so uh, I have uh, something a, a, a little bit of an offshoot. We did this once before. Uh, let's statistics, people. So, so I found this. Actually, it actually came from USA Today. Uh, a survey they polled uh, Japanese people as to what they think of Americans and. Americans views of Japanese in the same and they just took like, like like just qualities of American people and Japanese people and then they compared the two side by side. So the categories we have are how hard working are the American or Japanese people? How inventive are they? How honest are they? Uh intolerant, aggressive, and selfish. <laughs> now, I want to poll you guys. Andrew don't look. Okay. Uh I guess I got the survey up here. What do you think the Japanese thought the least of us in? What is the lowest percentile, did they think, out of of, uh, hardworking, inventive, honest, intolerant, aggressive, and selfish? What do you think our lowest percentile is? They said uh, Americans are not like that. Oh, not like that. Yeah. Uh, Inventive? Uh... I want to say aggressive. No. No, that's Uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, aggressive probably probably is the the most. most. Um, so I would probably say inventive. That's why I as said well. inventive. <laughs> yeah, actually, Hard. you'll be quite surprised. Inventive was the highest. Really? Yes. Actually, well. Japan. Japan thinks that like out of everything in that category, Japan thinks that we are the most inventive. 
Interesting. Yes. Hmm. Actually, they think that we are... Only 25% of Japan thinks that Americans are hardworking. Huh. So that's they the think... lowest one? I was either going to say inventive or hardworking. That's that. So that's a pretty low number. That, it's kind of accurate. Yeah, it's kind of accurate. Uh, I'll admit, you know, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, compared to the you way... Gotta, you got to work real hard for that welfare here, though. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, that's right. Um, but anyways... Uh, yeah, inventive was one of the highest. Sixty-seven, sixty-seven percent of Japanese people thought that we were inventive. And on the other hand, Americans think that seventy-five percent of Japanese are inventive. Like seventy-five like percent of Americans said that that yeah, Japanese are inventive, which is no surprise to me at all. Yeah. However, uh, America, ninety-four percent of Americans said that that Japan's were hardworking. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, they never take vacations. Yeah. They kill themselves by not taking vacations. It's unbelievable. Um, wh- what do you think Americans thought the lowest percentile was for? Uh, oh, oh. Actually, for... intolerant would be the highest because of the most one of the most xenophobic. Uh, okay. So in hardworking, the, in... inventive, honest, intolerant, aggressive, and selfish uh, for Japan, was... which would yeah. be their like the, the weak lowest. Point. What What do you think Americans uh, voted the lowest? Uh, selfish. Say them the answers one more time. Holy crap! <laughs> Hardworking, inventive, honest, intolerant, aggressive, selfish. The lowest percentile. Uh, Taking too long. It's selfish. <laughs> yeah, the Americans think think that that Japan is is not selfish at all. At nineteen percent. Mm-hmm. So um, actually, Andrew, you were saying intolerant. Actually, Americans think that only thirty six percent of Americans said that. That Japan was intolerant. Huh. As and on the opposite side, uh, uh, Japan only twenty nine percent of Japanese said that Americans were intolerant. So actually, that was one of our lowest, our lowest percentages um, for for good things. Uh, really interesting survey. I'll put it in the in the description. And you can make more sense out of it when you look at it. <laughs> yeah, when, <laughs> yeah, you, when you when yourself. you see the chart, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. In editing, it's. Got- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Kind of sound great, okay? Well, you know, I'll be interested to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a master of my craft, Dylan. All right, master of my craft. So it's time to move on to what we're watching, <laughs> and we've got a lot that we're watching. We'll, we'll try to keep it as short as possible. Uh, we've, we've got a lot that we've been watching ever since the new season of anime has started. Yeah, I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I'm actually going to open up my Crunchyroll uh, queue to to figure out exactly what it is that I've been watching because there's a lot. I haven't been watching that much this season. I've been watching Don Machi mostly. Uh, I, I'm still watching JoJo. Uh, surprise. I 
am watching... You know, there's the short anime, the second season of I Can't Understand What My Husband Is Saying. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the one that I was going to bring... Uh, pretty much going to bring up. That, was, that one's cute. It is... It's good. I actually... Uh, so far, season two is more coherent than uh, than season one was. Yeah, yeah. They, it kind of makes a little more sense. Season one, they, they did three-minute shorts of just random things. Yeah, they really rushed through it as well. And now there's a story, which is which is great. Um, and for, for the new shows that I've been watching, also watching Food Wars. Yeah. Food Wars is a, is a food porn. If, if, uh, if anybody likes cooking or anything like that, the food in it is amazing. And, and they actually go through recipes and cooking styles with you. I have friends on Facebook that have actually made things that they make in the show. And okay. So it's about this kid who's a commoner who goes to a really, really high class prestigious. It's, it's almost like. If Dragon Ball Z was a cooking show, seriously, they they make they put so much intensity into cooking challenges and stuff like that. It's so awesome. But they do this really weird thing where, like, every time a character eats really good food, they orgasm. Oh, that's so, weird. <laughs> so like they do this, they do this like no clothes thing when they take a bite of food, and then they're like, oh, it's so and they're not wearing any clothes or anything like that. So this really weird fan service arises from it. Like I'll say. Like there was the in the second episode the main uh, antagonist who it's going to turn to a love interest obviously because she's like super cute and everything. She's and she's a really young chef who's like this prodigy. She's got the most amazing taste palette. Like she her taste palette her first words were were that taste bland when she was like 1 years old. Um <laughs> But, like, she, the main character, you know, he's having a test to get into the school, and she, he makes, like, an egg dish. She eats it, and she doesn't want to admit it's good, but, like, her, her fantasy is, like, she's wearing this, this loincloth, and she's floating on clouds, and these angels, like, these little baby cherubs that are, that are, have the faces of the main character coming up with tickling her with feathers. It's, like, so weird! But it's, it's, it's a really good show. It's really funny. That is really weird. Dragon Ball Z if it was Iron Chef. That's, that's what I need to explain to you. It's really good. You should check it out. Um, Punchline, which is, is weird because it's, it's, it, it focuses on these main things that are, that are really tropey in Japan. Like this guy, he gets superpowers every time he sees a girl's pair of panties. But if he sees a girl's pair of panties when he's superpowered, the earth gets destroyed. <laughs> what? Okay. So there's... A, and, and it hasn't really explained much because there's only been two episodes since I watched it. And episode three will obviously be out by the time the show, this episode airs. Yeah, episode four will be out by the Probably. And he, he, he kills himself the first, when he was alive, he kills himself because he, he gets super powered and, and then he destroys the earth and he turns into a ghost. And then um, every time he sees panties after he's a ghost, he destroys the earth. It's about this, this he, he lives in this complex. There's a, a ghost whisperer in the co- complex a superhero, and then a, and then a genius, and a neat, and it's their lives together where this ghost guy is trying not to destroy the earth by seeing their panties because they're all females. Surprise! Of course, it's actually really good. The animation's really good, and I like it. Uh, Gunslinger Stratos is like this this. Oh man, you're really watching a lot. I am watching a lot. I always watch a lot when the new season comes out. I'm like the new anime guy. Gunslinger Stratos. I only saw the first episode. I didn't really like it very much. It's kind of cliche. It's it's weird. But it's like a, a tournament-based thing where there's a whole lot of gun shooting and stuff like that. So if you like action animes where there's gun shooting and and stuff like that, tournament-style ones like Batum, I really like that one. Uh, Gunslinger Stratos is, is a good version of that. Lastly, Triage X, which I think we talked about when we were talking about the main... When the season was first starting up. Yeah. Do they pronounce it triage in the show? Yes, they do. Okay. Because yeah. I... 
That's how I always thought it was pronounced, but I before it came out, I had seen people pronouncing it triage or something like that. Yeah, no, it's triage. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, triage X, it's done by the same person who did High School of the Dead. And the anime or the manga? Both, I think. Okay. Because like the, the anime is trash. The art style is the art style is the same. You know, they got like those missile boobs. Yeah. And, and those really elongated faces with the sharp eyes. Now, the show is awesome. It's really good. It's actually one of probably my favorites this season. That's stunning to me. Beyond the fan service. Because there are just like so many parts where it's like, okay, the main character is monologuing. And, and I described it as it's the most anime anime I've seen in a while. Yeah. The main character, he's so dark and brooding. And yeah. he's, you know, and he's, he's a dark character and he's dark and dark. Yeah. And, uh, His name is Darsuke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He... He wants to figure out whether or not humans are compassionate, and he's a part of this group called Triage X, and they are a vigilante group that wipes the the um, lesions uh, off of you know the skin of of Japan you know, of of the Earth, you know. They, so they basically go around and they, they just kill, kill people. Yeah, they kill mob bosses who are who have quote unquote black labeled triage, you know, uh, or black black label X, you know, whatever, whatever it is. It's it's kind of like a hodgepodge of the title. But, like, so it's really cool, but everybody has, like, these K-cup breasts in it, you know? Not K-cups as in those, the small things, like K-cup as in the... Hit like coffee? Yeah, yeah, not like the coffee <laughs> cups, because those would be really small, and that's not what the show's about. No, it's about, like, okay, let's F-cup breasts, you know? That, that's more sense, and they're, like, missile-shaped, because that's what the, uh, the uh, animator likes to do. But, like, there's these weird moments where, like, the, the main character will be dark brooding and giving this monologue, and it'll just show the breasts so like while while he's talking here look at these missile boobs you know <laughs> it's so weird thank you show but the female characters in the show are actually really interesting they're they're but they're beyond their character designs i really like them yeah they're all interesting they're some of them are a little cliche but they they actually have some depth to them and they and they're really interesting triage x check it out i really like it if if you can get past the fan service which i think i can you'll probably really like the show Dylan, Dylan what do you think? You read the manga, right? I read some of the manga just to f- find out what it was about. Was my description accurate based on the anime compared to the the show? No, it was accurate. I I just um I don't know if I liked it as much as you did. I'll I'll, I'll try and watch the um the TV show to see if I like it more. I only gave it two episodes before I figured out that I liked it. So, you know, two episodes, only forty four minutes, not so bad. Yeah, I wasn't super entertained reading the manga, so. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe maybe it will have the opposite effect of High School of the Dead, where the anime was trash but the manga was better. Which is, and this is interesting like, to me because I I didn't have the same problems that you guys had with High School of the Dead. I thought it was fine. I did. I never read the manga of that, but yeah. Well, the thing of it is, the manga for like it doesn't have all that really awful fan service, like the like the Matrix boobs. It doesn't. Ha- you can't do that in the manga. Well, obviously. I mean, so they so they have to do this thing. Like I don't know. Focus on story. Well, and they have like uh, like character things that happen in the manga that that ha- like they added things to the anime that were really stupid, and they took things out in the the order. They kind of Walking Dead it, uh, like where they they took the Walking you know how the Walking Dead is like the comic book, but it's not. Yeah. And and they really messed up the story in the in the TV series uh, apart from the manga. It's it's kind of the same thing with with the anime where the, certain events happen. That shouldn't happen where they did, 
and then they added events that really messed up the story that was really good in the manga. That's why I like the manga better than yeah. that, but... I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I like Triage X. Cool. So. Um, I do want to uh, throw in just a little one that Evan from the Boston Master Brigade threw my way, which was uh, Etotama. Uh-huh. What's which, that one? A cat girl anime. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's like the new cat girl anime this season that's like, oh, here's a cute cat girl, and here's like this character who moved to Akihabara, and now there's cat girls and dog deities and and bunny girls and like everything that's up my alley. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, there's also... that I actually... I haven't th- watched it yet, but yeah. I'm going to. I actually thought there's one that hasn't come out yet, which reminds me, the Studio Trigger Ninja Slayer, yeah, that, Ninja one, that one started and I haven't gotten to it yet. It's on, Where did it start? It's on Funimation. Oh, Funimation! Which means if you, which means if you don't pay forty dollars a year, then <laughs> you can only watch the first two episodes. But the other one that I thought Edotama, when he was first introducing it to you, I thought it was actually Monster Masume. Have you seen that one? That one hasn't started yet. Oh, the one that that's like a really famous manga. Yeah, it's yeah, it's based on a famous manga, and it's a harem, but all the girls in it are monster girls. So there, yeah. there is like a centaur. A cherub... Uh, 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 what do you call um, the birds? Harpy. Harpy. There you go. I almost yeah, cherubs. One of, the, one of the snake. Demons. Yeah, one of the the yeah half snake half girls. Like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. I like, want to watch it. It's I'm gonna be it. the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest harem ever made. I can guarantee. And and I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it too. Um, <laughs> and I also want to kind of just make mention because I wasn't able to talk about it for the past few episodes that uh, the anime that I was watching, uh, Psychono, which was that really well animated. You know, How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend, yeah. um, Harem, that was really great, and I loved it to death, ended really well, and I hope that they make a season two. Yeah, it was pretty I good. I really, really hope they make a season two. Dylan, anything in the queue for you? Um, I Not anime-wise, but I have, since we last recorded, seen a couple Akira Kurosawa movies that were really cool. I finally, yes! I finally watched, uh, or finished, uh, The Seven Samurai, and my mom actually got me the Criterion Blu-ray for Easter. So oh, I have that now. Way. That's a sweet Easter gift. Yeah, and it's it's one of those movies that's like been reimagined or like referenced so many times so that by the time you see it you're like, Oh, okay, this was in that movie yeah. and like and it, it was no. the same way with um because I also watched another one of his films called Yojimbo, which was actually really cool and everyone Awesome, yeah. Yeah, you get if you're listening to this and you want to watch a cool um Japanese samurai movie. Check out Yojimbo. It's not nearly as long as the Seven Samurai. So if you don't want to, it's wanna... really, it's really violent though, isn't it? Yojimbo. Um, part some parts of it, yes. Yeah. Like his movies aren't actually super violent. Like if there is, there might be like one little thing of violence. Like um, yeah, there's like I... a little bit of violence, but not like a ton of it. But where there is violence, it is, I guess, like graphic really for the time. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a oh. uh, uh, Nicholas winning Rem. Like, how, like, his movies aren't violent, but when they get violent, they're yeah, really, they're really violent. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I, I think, I, I feel like I have to put the links in the description for uh, for Every, every Frame of Painting. Oh, yeah. He's, every Frame of Painting, uh, Tony Zhao, he's an editor, and he breaks down films, and he loves Akira Kurosawa, and he's had multiple, multiple videos breaking down his films, and he's he's brilliant at doing it, and you'll understand his films yeah, um, if, if yeah, you're just so a, a, f- a fan of film or like movies, check out his uh, YouTube channel because it's really interesting, and I, yeah. I, I I like pick up something I find really interesting every time. And he even did like a breakdown of Michael Bay's director. Yeah. Bay yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I I love that one because that's like his only video where he's like, 
Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Everything he's so fascinated about, and then he talks about Bayhem, and he's just like, guys, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have uh, Hulu, a bunch of Kurosawa's movies are on there, and you can check out Yojimbo. But I was basically just going to say that Yojimbo, one of Clint Eastwood's old westerns that I liked, I forget which one it was. It might have been like a few dollars more, or one of those was based yeah. off of Yojimbo, and I didn't realize that. So yeah, it's awesome. Is, when I, I, I saw I Yojimbo, that. I was like, "Oh, like this particular line is actually in the Clint Eastwood movie." So I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool." So we were ripping off other <laughs> forms of media even before I realized it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and um, and now that you're talking about live action films, I just want to talk really, really quick. Um, of the one that we picked up from, or that I picked up from Anime Boston, which was the live-action Cromartie High School movie. Oh my gosh, it was so good. The live-action yeah. what? Cromartie High School is a famous manga about delinquents that go, like, a delinquent high school. Uh, and then they made an anime about it where each episode is only 12, uh, 12 minutes long. It's like a short anime. It's wicked funny. It's one of the funniest animes ever. Uh, and they made a live-action adaption to it, uh, to which the actual director and writer of Cromartie High School was uh, a part of. So it's still that same it's Cromartie. True to it's it. really funny. Um, translates really well. Yeah, it translates really well. Uh, highly recommended. Cromartie High School. Watch it both anime and live-action. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's like characters in it, like like one of the delinquents. His name is Freddy, yeah. and and uh, he's he's based off of Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he looks like Freddie. He, he wears all he wears is suspenders and 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 nothing else, and he's got like this really thick mustache. I, I absolutely love Mechazawa Kun, yeah, because uh, Mecha or Mechazawa Sensei, I think. Senpai. 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 Uh, sen- whatever. Mekazawa. Uh, Mekazawa is a robot student who is just a giant cylinder robot, and yeah. nobody in the school except for the main characters know he, like, see he's a robot. Yeah. So, like, the two main characters are like, oh, look at that robot, and everybody's walking up to him like, Mekazawa, what are we gonna do? Like, There's like, a robot. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oh, they're gonna notice, they're gonna notice, they're gonna say it. It's hilarious. You guys have to check out Cromartie High School. It's a classic. Yeah. All right, so cool. That's, that's about it for what we're watching. How about we finally get to our Tapagachi? Yeah, we're going to skip all the other new sections that we usually do for this show and go right to Yeah, we've gone on Tapagachi. a little long. There's a, there a lot of stuff that we need to talk about because we backed up from uh, Con Month. And uh, it's time to, to talk about some psychologically disturbing moments in anime. Yes. Um, I kind of don't want to go first. Uh, I Well, okay, I'll start with the... Um, I guess I will start. With, and, a, with a one? Yeah, with a one. Because uh, does that, do, does everybody else have an idea of what they're going to talk about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I have. I only have like one specific thing that I'm really going to talk. Okay, about. Okay, so then I'm going to kick it off with this idea. Um, and the I know the main idea is psychologically disturbing moments, but I'm going to just break it down and just talk about something that psychologically disturbed me. Okay. Um, and that was the end of Evangelion. The whole thing. The in whole its movie. So uh, when I watched the end of Evangelion. Uh, and I love Evangelion. I'm a huge Evangelion fan. It's such a bizarre world and really, really sad and depressing. So I watched the the movie, The End of Evangelion, and that was like it ended the movie series and the, and the TV series in the, the most messed up way possible to the point where after I was done watching the movie, I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I was depressed. Like, clinically depressed. Just did, <laughs> I don't want to get yeah, out of bed. Like, I, I, was, I sat on the couch all day long because it was so sad and so depressing. 
Um, See, he, I didn't get that when I watched it. I thought it was great, but I didn't get that. See, because I just love the characters so much, uh, and I love the story so much, and it was so <laughs> sad. They killed everybody. Almost. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, uh, well, they. I mean, it's not a spoiler to say that they killed everyone because because people die in, in Evangelion regularly. Right. Um, and son again, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, I've been that into the West. I've been watching Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> lots and lots of Sons of Anarchy. Have you finished um, it yet? No, I'm on season. Uh, I'm on season at, at the end of season five. Season six uh, is is on Netflix, and season seven comes out in a couple days. Oh, really? Uh, so I yes. haven't seen the last season yet. So. Yeah. So season seven comes out uh, on the t- on April twenty seventh, which is way past the the recording date right now. So whoosh, whoosh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> The so, end into um, the West. Yeah. So, uh, Surprise. So, yeah. Uh, psychologically disturbing moment for me would be all the entirety of the end of Evangelion, which depressed me to no end. I was just so depressed. No and, end of Evangelion. Ah! Uh, I'm over it now. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I'm over it now. But, uh, but that was my major introduction to, oh, man. Like, this... Like, you, you suddenly knew how Shinji felt throughout yeah, the Yeah, like, this series. story messed with my head so much. Like, and that's... All my stories of psychologically disturbing moments is is the, those kinds of moments where it's just, like, I wasn't prepared for that. I don't know if I've ever watched an anime like that before. I, I feel like there is one that, that did that to me. Dragon Ball I, Z. <laughs> <laughs> when Krillin died the first time. Oh, no! I was not prepared it, for that. When Yamcha died. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, psychologically- um, okay, so so my psychologically disturbing thing is actually a, a, a topic, really in itself. Yeah. Um, because I the first time I ever saw a yandere character freaked me the hell out. Like like I I was just so messed up when it, and for anybody who needs the description of what a yandere is, we've described it many times. But if you're new or, or listening, a uh, new listener, a yandere is a female moe type. That is, if you you have a girl who likes you and will kill everybody around you just so you're, she is the last person who who you can love. Yeah. Or and if you don't love her back, she will she, she will make it so that you cannot have anybody else, so she will kill you. Chicks, yeah. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Chicks, man. <laughs> it's um. Shout out to Yandere Simulator, which is a good... Yeah! Yandere Ultimate Wife Simulator. Yeah, we we talked about this on the show already. There's a game coming out called Yandere Simulator where you play as the Yandere to win the heart. (laughs) Yeah, and you have to kill off all the other girls. It's like the Hitman franchise. Yeah, think Hitman, but anime, and you're the Yandere. Oh, I want to play it so bad. I've seen seen the demo. It looks amazing. Link link in the description again. We put it in in the description when uh, Gerardo sent it to us originally. Yeah. Well, we got it from everybody. Gerardo sent it to us. Keto sent it to us. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, There was a lot of... Okay. Yeah, everybody was like, Yandere Simulator. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can play a beta or an alpha of it, I think, now. It's like, it's not even an alpha build. It's like a pre-build. Wow. Okay. But yeah, that's good. But yeah, first time I saw Yandere, um, and there are some very, very good moments in Yandere to describe. Um, I, I forget the first time I saw it, but I think a uh, faux description of it, I think the first time I saw it was like Higurashi. Nunaku Kuro. Yeah, kind of. It kind of, it's because it wasn't really a love thing, but it was psycho girls getting ready to kill a guy if they don't do what he says. Um, which, it, it freaked me out. If you guys have seen When They Cry... The first arc when the main oh, the character... the first arc is so good. When, when you know, the, when 
they start to go crazy and they get those yandere eyes, the really small pupils with the kind of glow behind them. Yeah, they them have that, like a cat eye almost. Yeah, and and like you just see their eye. Like he's looking outside and you just see their eyes peering through the crack in his door <laughs> and they say, don't be late for school tomorrow. <laughs> oh my gosh, that freaked me out so bad. Like that mess me up. See, that's weird. Because, uh, again, like, you say you get that. Like, for me, it's a completely story. Like, if a story goes in a direction that I wasn't prepared for, that throws me for a loop and messes me up. Yours is, like, characters that freak you yeah, out. Yeah, like, characters, like, things that characters do. Yeah. You know, that, um... Yeah. Shuffle has some yandere with, without spoiling anything, Shuffle has some yandere. Yeah, which um, isn't in the visual novel. Yeah. They added that to the anime, and it was awesome. Yes, like, it was, it was awesome. a great addition. Um, School Days is its most, is yandere in its most famous form. But the most famous one, I think, in most recent days would be Miraniki, Which Future is Diary. garbage. It's a garbage anime, <laughs> but, but the yandere in it, um, is, is the purest yandere at its form. And that one freaks me out. Like, <laughs> when... Yandere in its purest form. <laughs> yeah. When, when, like that, that time where, where the main character gets so freaked out that he runs home and he like locks his door. Yeah, and like and collapses then you see, in his doorway. Collapses in his doorway, and then you hear Oyasumi, you know, yeah, and then he Yuki, and, and then and then she look, and then the main character looks over, and there are these two glowing eyes peering through his mailbox slot, and just and she's saying goodnight, just. Oh, Yasumi Yuki, you know? Oh my gosh, that freaked me out. Yeah. They're like stalkers who will kill you. So yeah. that's But they love you. Yeah, they, they love you, but they're going to kill you if you don't do what they say. So, Yandere is really, that's your psychologically. Kind of. I mean, I Because like, I have another moment that I'm going to talk about. I feel but. like there's there's more, but but I think the one that, that comes to mind regularly is yes, Yandere characters freak me out. <laughs> that that damages, damages your psyche. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, other things damage my psyche. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, for mine, I was. The first one really didn't affect me psychologically as much as it just creeped me out, which was the infamous part from Sword Art Online where the the creepy dude, like, it took the turn and he, like, started tentacle-touching <laughs> the girl. It was just weird. See, when season two did the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just that would just sort of creep me out more. But the, the thing that actually came to mind when you brought this topic up... Um, before was apart from Trigun, actually. You guys haven't seen it, or did you? No, yeah, we, 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 okay, we have yeah. all of Trigun, yeah. So th- this will be probably spoilers for Trigun, but... <laughs> Spoiler alert. When I saw the Trigun for the first time, the, the villain, the, like, uh, right-hand villain, Legato, had those, like, weird telekinesis powers where he could control people's bodies and he would, like, make people break their own arms and weird stuff like that. Yes. Like, at the end of... Towards the end of the series... He is, like, fighting Vash, and Vash doesn't want to kill anyone, so that's, like, his shtick. He just doesn't want to kill at all. Like, he wants yeah. to find a way out of a situation without killing someone, and Legato basically forces him to kill him. To, Legato forces Vash to kill Legato, or he'll kill his friends, and so Vash has to make this choice, like, I have to kill someone to save, like, people uh-huh. I care about. Yeah. And yes, like, that is a... Great example. Yeah, like, just the morality of that is like, oh, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like, it's actually, it, I know it's kind of a lesser example, but for anybody who hasn't seen Trigun, it's basically what they did at the end of Man of Steel, the Superman movie, where, you know... It, oh, yeah, where, where, yeah, when yeah, he's, yeah, When he's when when he's Zod, fighting, when Zod Zod. was like, I'll burn them to death if you don't break my neck. Yeah, exactly. He made him, he made him make that same moral choice. And yeah. and that is a really, really good example of... It's like, it's like a most basic... 
choice, like a morality choice yeah. when, story, when story writing. And it worked you know? so great for the show, too, because Legato, I actually think Legato was the better villain of Trigun, um, even though he wasn't the main villain. Because, right, yeah. But, like, that was the only way Legato would die, is to, like, he figured out, okay, the, the best way for me to hurt Vash is for me to get him to kill someone. And so he basically finds a way to force Vash to kill him. And that's yeah. like that that did Vash more damage than Legato could have physically done to Vash. Yeah. Which is a really interesting point when you think bring it up because villains like like they say in, in Batman, some people just want to see the world burn. When you come across a a point like that, villains never get to see well, I mean they get to see their end, you know, the result where they mess up the character, but they never get to see the results after that. Like Legato never got to see how it destroyed Vash yeah. after he was dead because he was dead, you know? So it's it's kind of a weird thing where That is kind of weird to think. The about. villain dies only assuming that he did what he he set out to do, yeah. you know? It's kind of weird, yeah. <clears throat> That's a really good example though. Okay, so I have another example. Uh, and this this one was like uh, this one kind of hurt me like on a level like it, in a psychologically s- disturbing way, um, and it was in Black Lagoon, uh, and I've read like all the manga to Black like Black Lagoon is the only manga that I will buy in volumes because it's my favorite like I love 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 Black Lagoon, um, and so Roberta's Blood Trail came out. And uh, Roberta's blood trail went through Revy, the main character, like her whole like past history and stuff like that went through her childhood, you know, her street life, uh, her crime, uh, her abusive father and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh man, that's really weird, really messed up, because uh, I remember reading a little bit about it in the manga. But something that I do not remember being in the manga is uh, she got arrested on the street. And, um, and the co- there was a cop that uh, pulled her, or, like arrested her and brought her back. And then raped her. And, like, I was just like, I don't remember that being in the manga, and I was not prepared for that. Yeah. Like, like and it was like, and, like, it's, it's like, Revy as, like, a 15-year-old girl being raped by this cop in, like, a, in a cell, and, like, it hurt me to watch that. That's really messed up. Yeah, it was super messed up, and, like, you, and, like, it's almost like the anime forces you to watch it. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, the, they use, like, some really grotesque sound effects, and they you and Revy is like freaking out, and and just like having it's, it's too real. Yeah, like, it, it was too real. It was way too real. And like the fact that like it maybe like added a little bit more seeing that Revy is like my my main waifu. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like it kind of messed me up a little bit too. But like it was just one of those moments that was like I was not prepared for that. That's like, actually really interesting because that made me think of another one. And they kind of did the same thing in Helsing, except it was a little different. Sarah's Victoria's background. There's, like, one moment in in one of the best fight scenes in the entire series when she's fighting um, the chick who can make make your greatest fears come to life. Yeah. I forget her, uh, her. But that's, like, one of the best fight scenes in the entire series. And and she puts her power onto Sarah's, and it brings her back to when she's, like, I don't know what a five-year-old girl, and she's hiding it. Her, her mother hides her in a closet because there's two guys robbing their house, and then so the mother hides Sarah in the closet, and the mother gets killed by the robbers. They kill her, and then they rape her. 
Yeah. And 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 Saris watches it. Yeah. Like from the hiding from the closet, watch them kill her mother and then and like this this is getting really eighteen plus now that now that I think about this topic. But yeah, but, but like, like that that really messed me up. Like when I read that in the manga for the first time, that was just like I cannot believe Luckily when the when the Helsing Ultimate came out I was prepared for it. And but even still being able to watch it again, it's like that thing where it's like you can't like you have to watch it in order to get through it. I mean like you can skip through it obviously, but you know But it's almost like the anime forces you to watch it. Yeah. Like that's, it's like that's it like that's what that's what I think what makes it so tough is uh is not only is like it's it's fake. Like it's a story. Somebody wrote the story. It didn't really happen. Yeah, it's cartoon characters. But the, but the thing is, is if you're so in depth into a story, like, and if you fall in love with a character, yeah, like like you love characters in the story, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is canon. Like you like you have you make that realization of like this really happened to that character. Like it, it didn't really happen in real life, but like you're you're like, oh man, like I can't fix that. Like I can't make that not happen. Yeah. Because it actually happened to this character. Like that's what disturbs me on like different levels. Yeah. Is it's, like when things happen to characters that I was not prepared for. That's true. Do you see where we're coming from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, so so that Revy thing was like the second. That was what I was talking about. Like when I got that email from him, I was like, I know, like because that's like that's the one that sticks. That's the top of my list of disturbing things was that Revy rape scene because I was just like that. I was not prepared for that. I did not want to see that. I did not want to. I guess I you you would you'd want to know. That brings up another question. Uh, would you want to know something about like because that's a part of the character's history, but it's so disturbing. Did you want to know about it? And I think the answer is yes, but I but I don't know if like I was I, I prefer if that wasn't part of her story, you know I prefer that Revy wasn't raped, you know because like because uh, I think like one of the things is just like wow I have to sit here and watch it I can't do anything to help that. Well, yeah, because it's like something like that is just a horrible, horrible thing that happens in real people's lives. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. And when they throw that into a story for entertainment value, it's kind of like a moral question in the story. I don't know if I would call it entertainment own. value though. Well, it's I, I'm not saying I'm I'm talking about like entertaining media. Yeah. Like you watch Black Lagoon <laughs> and it's entertaining, and then you throw in something like that, and and you know some. A writer had to make a moral choice to be able to put something like that in a show. Yeah. You know? And that is a real... Like, you, like Dylan, you were talking about morals with your, your Trigun thing. Well, mm-hmm. a writer had to go through moral things in order to make decisions to put this stuff in their stories. I wonder what kind of what kind of feelings goes through a writer's head. I don't know. Well, I mean, I write stuff like that. Writers are usually pretty messed up. Yeah, I'm pretty messed up. That's true. I mean, it, it is true that that they can be pretty messed up. Well, because the thing is, is like I'm like when I write my stories, like I I make the decisions to write some of that stuff in as well. Right. But I I don't know if I would I I've taken influence from Black Lagoon. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm I'm saying like there's some elements that I'm writing into my story that I've taken influence from Black Lagoon because I've learned that. Like I've I've seen what they've done, and I'm kind of taking it into my own accounts and being like I want to kind of like take these themes and, and apply it. It's, it's kind of interesting, too, because I, I, I know that your writing st- style is kind of like, I want to show people how horrible the world is. Yes, that is exactly my writing style. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and I kind of like that. I, I think that that's a, that's a really good way of writing is when people take actual horrible things. Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing when, when people put these moral things into their stories. Uh, I actually kind of like it, you know, when they, when they yeah. say... It just I, disturbs me! Yeah, I want to show the world this horrible Whenever a harm ends, I'm so disturbed. <laughs> because I'm just like, oh, like, I don't want it to stop. I want to see more. 
There we go. Psychologically disturbing. It, it, it just messes you the up. The ending like, of the harem. Well, well okay, harems, harems are really harsh in themselves because, you, again, moral standards when, <laughs> yeah. when the writer has to come to a decision that ultimately... They they have to except when they cop out like in Cat Planet Cuties. Cat, Cat Planet Cuties. <laughs> oh, polygamy is, we, is welcome on we my have planet. A polygamy society. Let's leave Earth and go to our planet. Yeah, no, and that's then, not an ending. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, harems. No, but but harems are, are a really interesting <laughs> thing because everybody likes their own characters, and you want to see like your character end up ultimately happy in the end, right? Like that's yeah. and you know they, sometimes they do find their own happiness in other ways, kind of like in um, in the world God only knows. Yeah, uh, well, the ending to the manga is like great, like it's perfect. I would, I would, I am not, I could not be happier with the way that the world God only knows yeah. ended. So, oh, you know what? I actually have have one from. Uh, from a, uh, from a manga, one of my favorite mangas of all time. It's a really short manga called Change One Two Three. I love Change One Two Three. I think we I think we talked about this a long time ago, but that's my favorite manga ever. And the first time, one one of the characters in it, it has split personality disorder, and they turn into. There's this one t- part where they they create this new character that turns up, and it's like a psychopath, and. It hurts the main character in the story, and that's like the main thing is that is that it hurts the main character, and that actually kind of messed me up too because you fall in love with with this girl who has who has these psychological issues, and um, it's a really it's it, the the manga at, at heart is funny. It's a funny action, and you should totally check it out. But there's this one part where they introduce this new character that turns into like a psycho, and it gets dark for a moment. And and that kind of messed me up too because like it hurts the main character. When it hurts the main character, you know she like she hits him and breaks his arm. And when they do that scene, the character freaks out. You know like that like oh my gosh this girl I love hurt me. And and you kind of feel the same way too. That that kind of hit me pretty hard. You know I and and change one two three. I highly recommend it. It's it's a very very good. It uh, is very manga. adult though. It, it is adult, but it, but it's it's good. It, it goes away after a while. Like they still keep some fan service stuff in it, but it's very light. Go for the fan service and you stay for the story. That's that's kind of how most mangas yeah. work out. If, if you're seventeen, go read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I, I kind of like the the way where, where that Tamagotchi yeah. was. So I I hope I hope that uh was like answered his questions. Like I hope that that's what you meant by psychologically disturbing moments because those were some real psychologically disturbing moments to me. Hey, it messed us up. It's it's a, it's a subjective thing. And you know I really want to hear what the fans have to say. Yes, guys, please email us on this topic. What like this topic up? is so great. Wait, one more. I got it. <laughs> we actually don't. It's so messed up. That we don't show it during our hardcore anime panel, and that was the only time I have ever seen sodomy in anime, and that was in Violence Jack. Oh, but that's that's different though. Like that was well. See, Violence Jack is messed up to be messed up. Yeah, but the thing is, like the the whole like yeah, it's messed up to be messed up. But there's no connection to that character. Like no, it just happens. In there the story. isn't. But but like in the way that Yandere affects me, when a character does something, that me- that messed me up when I yeah. saw the first time that like they 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 had to they had to mosaic it out in the official release of the anime because it, it like they did such messed up things in that anime. But like the whole thing is messed up. But that one part where there was like there was sodomy, that's messed up. though. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't sodomize people. <laughs> I guess so. That, I don't know. That, I think that's. I think that's a little different. Like, because it because it didn't it didn't disturb me on the same level as like watching well, a character. It, it's, for that one though, is different because for a moment it disturbs you. Like you see it and it's like whoa. 
you know, and then and then it's over, you yeah. know. But because like, it's like, whoa, I never expected to see somebody put that in a cartoon. Yeah. You know, it's it's <laughs> even in an eighteen plus cartoon. Yeah. Okay. So 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 that's a, that's another thing. It's like a little moment that didn't. End. Okay. So um, let's move on to some fan service. We don't have a lot. So, but um, w- one thing that we can talk about is uh, thank you for coming to our panels at Anime Boston. We didn't get to talk about this really during the, the yeah, main during thing. The but thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to our panels and and coming up and talking to us. We got so many people who who really praised us um, during our My Wife Was Not Weird panel. I was really nervous about it because I knew when we actually did we got. Got actual scientists, people who were there, and there was somebody who was going to school for sexology who um, who came up to me and said everything that you said was perfect, and that really hit hit home because I was really nervous about about not being a scientist myself and and presenting <laughs> presenting these these facts that I that I that I was reading about for a long time, and I presented them well. Um, thank you for your feedback, fans, uh, on that, and I look forward to giving you a better presentation of that in the future. Uh, Wicked fan Mike sent us over a cool. Little news story about uh, a game coming out for the 3DS called Yokai Watch, which is like a, hom- a homage to the Ghostbusters series. Yeah. It's like this little cutesy Ghostbusters series uh, Team Red Cats and Team White Dogs fight, uh, capturing ghosts. Cool. Uh, so thanks, Mike, for sharing with yeah, us. That was pretty that awesome. Out. Wicked Fan Keto messaged us and said, Anime Boston looked nutty sick this year. It was, man. Thank you for noticing. Um, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> noticing the place that we went to. Yeah, I, I really hope that uh, you actually will join us some year, or maybe, and maybe we'll join you over at Anime Expo. Um, but, he, but then next he also said, My Christmas demand came is coming true, which was... <laughs> Spirit Away on Blu-ray. Congratulations, Keto. Yes, yeah, it's Christmas. that's awesome. He says, he says, I know it's a little weird to announce it late. No, it's not. Talk about your Christmas demands. Yeah. If it comes true. If it comes true, you know, Christmas years, uh, Christmas happens all year round with Christmas demands. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. And then second, uh, Keto sent us another news story. I saw this news story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, go. <laughs> Keto shot us over a news story of the real-life common Rider. Uh, patrolling the streets of Japan, the yeah. same way they did like the real Batman in Japan. She Batman, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and all the like real life superheroes that show up. Well, now there's a guy dressed as Common Rider patrolling the streets as Common Rider, and how cool is that? Yeah, uh, I I think that's awesome. Uh, and yeah, he's he's pulling over drunk drivers and stuff like that. And yep. he's got he's got a he's got a, a legit common rider bike, you know, and he's got the <laughs> so mask. cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, like that's how real superheroes are are born. Is is you just do small things, just do small things, and people will appreciate it and they will love you, you know. Yeah, and that you don't have to do things like in kick ass and and actually hurt people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lastly, we got some really nice praise from a fan. Um, Schmalison uh, sent us a, a Tumblr. She reblogged uh, Postcon podcast. Yep, this is uh, our wicked fan Allison that we met at Anime Boston. Yeah, and she uh, and she's just sent us a message saying that uh, she really loves listening to our podcast from uh, uh, her long ass drives into Boston. She actually works at the airport and um, she drives from Salem, so she really enjoys listening to our podcast from there on and um, she recommended that everybody else give it a listen as well so thank you for the kind words yes, uh, it, thank you Allison again it really means a lot to us yeah and you know the whole Anime Boston experience running into a fan like that is just the coolest thing ever yeah it makes our weekend when, when fans come up and say hi to us you know yeah. that's why we really like doing the fan service thing for all of you guys um, uh, so let's move on to some shameless plugs okay guys so if you want to join our conversation, and I am begging you, please join our conversation for the We moment. want to f- hear about your mental pain. Yes, tell, tell us about your psychologically determined, especially you, Scott, seeing that you were the one who uh, suggested this topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. 
he said he said okay the moment this this is actually really true the moment in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, we won't say, but it involves Nina, and if and, and just saying that... <laughs> it's kind of spoilery. If Victoria were here, she would go, No! I wish Victoria was here, because she, cause she knows yeah, some Yeah, she would stuff. talk she about it. She has some stories, maybe we'll get some. Maybe we'll get some answers for her, and we'll relay them back on the uh, next episode. And also, uh, Scott said that everything... There was nothing more disturbing to him um, since watching Elfin Lead. Yeah. I my, think, yeah, my favorite. Yeah, Andrew, I thought that that would, that See, would disturb you. But it didn't. It didn't break my heart the way that uh, just watching weird stuff like the other ones did. Yeah, uh, like Elfin Lead was like my first real dive into anime where I found, oh, this is my favorite anime ever. Yeah, and it, but it didn't mess me up. Interesting, because like, like some of the backstory stuff is really weird. Like, like yeah, like the thing like, with the puppy. Well, the thing with I've the, never seen a puppy's head smashed in with a vase before. Yeah, uh, especially by preschoolers. The puppy that was messed up, yo. And um, and the like the sexual abuse. Remember with? Oh yeah, man. There was a lot of weird stuff. In yeah, there's that a show. lot of really weird. I've, the, I think I've repressed a lot of yeah, stuff from Elfin Lead. And the manga is even weirder. Yeah, it so. is. It's it's way worse. There's a lot more villains in the manga, which when you when they get their their justice handed out to them is like the most satisfying thing in the world. Yeah. So the uh, Elfin Lead manga. So there you go. Um, Scott, thank you for contributing. This was a great topic. Yeah, contribute again if you can. So email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com backslash wickedanime. And you can message us there as well. We get tons of messages uh, from uh, from the fans on Facebook. Uh, you guys really like following us there. We sh- share some cool news stories that we see that don't make it onto the show. We give you updates on events and uh, where we'll be, where we're going, uh, and things that are coming up like videos. Uh, then you can find us at twitter.com where you can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime. That's Yo Wicked Anime. Just tweet at us there. It's so much fun. I love Twitter. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can find us at tumblr.com, which is the trash heap of the internet, <laughs> of where we tumble tumble things at wickedanime.tumblr.com. Finally, of course, you can find us at nerdyshow.com, where you can find our podcast. If you're not listening to it there, you can listen to it at SoundCloud, backslash Wicked Anime, and also on iTunes. You can also find our video stuff at nerdyshow.com, backslash Wicked Anime, uh, where, of course, there we go, youtube.com, backslash Wicked Anime Reviews. Uh, we promise we have some videos in the work, including our panel videos, um, as well as the upcoming uh, new review video that I have going in the background. Yeah, plus as soon plus as I our, finish Sons of Anarchy, plus our, our anime bo- anime Boston video as well. You know. Yep, our anime Boston videos will be coming up soon as well. Uh, it was a great time. Finally, here's something I want to mention: is I made a, a note about this uh, not too long ago, but by now it's a couple weeks uh, away. Is the Monster Hunter Weekends? Yes, it's finally happening. I have my own copy now. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, we have Glitch, who has a copy of Monster Hunter. We have uh, Jared, who uh, I played I play tested Monster Hunter with. Maybe even Evan from the Boston Bastard Brigade will uh, will join us. And I already have some... We'll all create hunting troops. Yep, and I, and I also have some... Already got some contact in, uh, information on the, uh, on the Monster Hunter channel. You're kidding me. Where can... Where, what is that? So, guys, send us uh, a message, a friend request, or a connection request on Skype. And that is wickedanime.com. Uh, one word MH Wicked Anime MH all one word that's the channel you want to send it to and you want to say uh, Wicked Fan your name uh, ready to hunt and that's how we'll know that you'll join so Monster Hunter weekends are going to be the second or the third Saturday and Sunday of every month um, depending on our recording schedule 
Uh, and their uh, Saturday sessions will run from uh, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. at night, for those of you who have to work late on Saturdays. And Sundays will run from 3 o'clock uh, p.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. at night. Uh, Four-hour sessions each. I hope I did the math correctly. I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. Um, and that's all Eastern Standard Time. It's Eastern Standard Time because I know some of you live out in California, which means that'll be noontime your time. So it'll be go- run from noon to four if you're on the Pacific. Which yeah. I think is a really good time. Yeah. Uh, so It is going to be a good time. Yeah. So uh, tentatively... We're gonna. We're planning on starting in March. Uh, March. Holy crap. May. Um, <laughs> we're going back. Yeah. Tentatively, we're gonna start in May uh, as our first session. But we might squeak in a, a couple uh, special sessions for you guys. We don't know. Specials. We'll, yeah, specials. <laughs> uh, and oh, somebody also asked us: uh, Do I have to be at a certain level or a certain rank? Hell, to, no. Yeah, I join? suck at yeah. Monster Hunter. No, guys, guys you. Guys, if you're at a lower level, we're happily gonna go uh, boost your hunter rank. No problem. I am. I am a hunter rank four. Yeah. I mean, that's like nothing in comparison to the G rank ninety nine, whatever. Yeah, um, guys, if you're in me, my Jonathan's hunting group, I am going to be following you. <laughs> I am awful. I am the worst. Please, uh, please uh, let let me. Mooch off of your experience. And if we get enough people to play in the troops, uh, we're actually going to split up into multiple Skype channels. Um, and we'll create a noob hunting group or a high rank hunting group. We'll, we'll split up in a whole bunch of different hunting groups. It really does not matter what level you're at. We're going to play it to have fun. No elitist allowed. We do not allow Monster Hunter elitists. If you want to wear an armor set because it looks cool, you wear that armor set. And if you want to, if you want to use a weapon because you like that weapon, who cares what its sharpness is at? No Monster Hunter elitist. If you're a Monster Hunter elitist, get the hell out right now. You're not welcome. Yeah, we, we've had some really bad experiences in the past. Yeah, We're, Monster Hunter elitists are the worst guys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that'll be fun. Keep keep an eye out for that. We'll keep you updated on Facebook and maybe even on Twitter. Uh, but that's it. That's all we have for you this uh, this week of. Uh, First non-con month episode uh, after coming back from Anime Boston. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We hope you're violently disturbed by what we talked about. I am. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. And we'll sign off the only way we know how. K-Bye! Disgusting, <laughs> right? It's like a cons are a cesspool of of gross people, and no, I'm sorry. You, <laughs> I was just about to say you it's... carry diseases, and when they're all together in one place, it's it turns into giant kaiju germs and gets everyone sick. Cons are a cesspool. You disgust, you disgusting people. Okay. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.